Good morning, Riverside, San Bernardino, Inland Empire, and listeners around the world. Welcome to the Truth Seekers Radio Show. I'm your host, Angeline Marie. Thanks for taking the time to join us this morning. We're broadcasting from our flagship station, KCAA 1050 AM, the station that leaves no listener behind. And if you're located in the Southern California Inland Empire, you'll find us on KCAA 1050 on the AM dial. But if not, you can find us streaming on kcaaradio.com or talkstreamlive.com. Before I introduce my guest today, I just want to let you know that the True Seekers radio show will be moving to a new day and time on KCAA. But the new date and time has not been confirmed yet, so I can't make an official announcement. In the meantime, you can keep checking the KCAA website or go to truthseekersradioshow.com and I will post the new day and time on the website as soon as I know it. So just keep checking either website periodically. Most likely, the show will be moved to a weekday evening. And now for the show. Today, my guest is Joshua Hart. He's the director of Stop Smart Meters. Joshua's worked in the energy industry as a transportation planner, environmental advocate, and freelance journalist. He obtained his Master of Science in Transport Planning in the UK at UWE Bristol in 2008 and completed research entitled Driven to Excess, presenting the social and quality of life impacts of car traffic on local residents. His research was covered in over a hundred international media outlets, including the BBC, The Guardian, Tehran Times, and The Daily Mail. And his writing has appeared in Surveyor, Walk and Make, magazines, The Wall Street Journal, and Lonely Planet's Flightless, Incredible Journeys Without Leaving the Ground. He's been the director of the California-based Stop Smart Meters for three years, fighting the forced deployment of smart meters in the U.S. and abroad. And welcome, Joshua. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks, Angeline, for having me on. And thanks so much for sharing this important information on smart meters with the listeners this morning. So, Joshua, to get started, just how did you get involved in the smart meter and the effects of smart meters? Well, it was kind of an accident, uh, Angeline. When I returned from England, I I got my master's degree in in England three years ago, and I returned to this country thinking I was going to be involved in transportation policy reform and things like that. And then PG&E, Pacific Gas and Electric, which serves most of Northern California, one day sent us a little notice saying, we're going to be replacing your old analog meter with a new advanced digital smart meter that can do all sorts of great things. And I I, I questioned uh, the need for this and started doing my own research into it before allowing them to to swap the meters out. And what I discovered was, was fairly horrifying just with regard to the wireless technology health effects, which I was not aware of in the past. I was a cell phone user three years ago. I used Wi-Fi. I didn't see any problem with it. And then when my girlfriend said, oh, you know, there's uh, some health problems with this and they've done studies, I kind of rolled my eyes and laughed at her and then began looking uh, into the the science myself. And what I read was um, pretty horrifying. There 
are all these peer-reviewed studies that indicate problems with our use of wireless technology and that you know, building this whole smart grid with its pulsating radio frequency emitting um, antenna throughout our neighborhoods was not an intelligent or smart thing to be doing when the health effects of our, our existing use of wireless technology were becoming apparent. So we started organizing locally and started uh, having protests and it, it, it went from there uh, basically and, and we now see a uh, international global movement against the smart grid and against smart meters and uh, it's only growing from here. Now I, most of these listeners would know what a smart meter is but for anybody that's new to this term could you tell them what a smart meter is and then also how would they differ by the older uh, style meters that we right. were used to? So, so traditionally, for the last hundred years or so, um, our utilities, and that, by that I mean our, our gas, our electricity, our water service, has been measured by an analog meter, which is a, um, a, a meter that runs off of electromechanical means. It's, it's just physical, not electronic. Uh, it just, it's a, a spinning disc, typically, if you look at your uh, electric meter. If it's a spinning disc and it has dials, that's the old analog-style meter, which was safe, which was reliable. They, they would last for sometimes 80 or even 100 years, these machines, these devices, uh, and they've accurately, you know, reasonably measured our electricity service, and they've been, they've been read by meter routers for, for a very long time, for decades. Now, utilities across the country and around the world are now deploying uh, wireless, quote-unquote, smart meters, and these can be deployed on either your gas, your water, or your electricity service. They differ from the analog meters in that they use wireless technology to transmit your usage, and in some cases, in many cases, very detailed uh, portrait of your utility usage, which can also provide an understanding and data about what you do in the privacy of your own home. They provide that to the utility via wireless technology. There have also been fire hazards. There's been hundreds of fires, explosions, and other electrical problems reported from these smart meters. They're made out of plastic, not glass and metal, like the old analog meters. And because of that, if there is a problem or there's an overheating problem, they've been, they've been known to melt and to cause fires and to even um, kill people, as what happened to uh, Leonard Nickel in Vacaville when his house burned down the day after the smart meter was installed. So there's also been problems with overcharging, with you know privacy invasions, many, many health problems, thousands of pe- people reporting ringing in the ear sleep dis- disruptions, headaches, nausea, um, some, some pretty serious health effects, um, which have been blithely ignored by the California Public Utilities Commission and the utilities and the other regulatory agencies that are meant to pr- look out for our health and safety have instead been, of course, you know, we know this story, they've been looking, uh, looking after corporate profit first. Well, as always, the powers that be, that when they try to put something like this on us, it's for, for our own good. So just what is their reason behind the smart meters that they're telling us that we need these? Well, the message that they're, that, they're, that they're sending out to people is that these are smart, these are you know modern upgrades, that they're green, that they will help us reduce our carbon emissions. These are all false Claims and they're not backed up by the evidence. You know, they the, the meters, in fact, will increase carbon emissions, will increase pollution, and 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 have already and will continue to increase costs 
to the consumer because the, the meters consume electricity and all the major data centers that are, are necessary to build to store all of your private data uh, are going to consume a huge amount of energy. So the smart meters are not green. They're not environmentally friendly. The real reason that we believe that the utility companies are embarked on this grand project um, that they're forcing on the public is that they want to be able to sell your private data to marketing firms, to appliance manufacturers. You know, The data about what appliances you use in your house and how you use them is extraordinarily valuable to companies that are with products to sell. And up until this point, there have been very few ways in which manufacturers and companies can access that information about what you're doing in your home. Now the smart meter provides sort of a microscope into your daily activities. And, and the utilities are looking at this as a huge new potential revenue stream. So they want to also be able to change the price that you pay for electricity at different times during the day. They want to have dynamic pricing, which, you know, in some models can reduce the peak uh, demand uh, during the middle of the day when everyone has their air conditioners on. But uh, it's been criticized by groups like the American Association of Retired Persons because it penalizes people who are, who are retired, who stay at home during the day, who have to use electricity during the peak hours of the day, who, who are, are, are at home and need to turn on their air conditioners. So there's a, there's a huge issue of social justice and fairness in terms of utility pricing that we're, we're dealing with. But, you know, there's evidence that the smart meter data, which can be very detailed, is something that is being collected by the National Security Agency along with you know, your telephone and email records. So it, this just sort of adds to the, the, the revelations that Edward, Edward Snowden came forward with, you know, when he came forward with, with the details about the SPAN program, the PRISM program. So um, there's very serious civil liberties issues here. There's very serious health issues. And the bottom line is that people can refuse to set these meters on their homes, awesome. bottom line. All right, Joshua, we're going to take our first break. Listeners, today my guest is Joshua Hart. He's the director of Stop Smart Meters, and we'll be back momentarily on the True Seekers radio show. Thousands of years, people from the Brazilian rainforest have used the Asahi berry for its amazing health benefits. Now we've learned it's also an amazing weight loss supplement. If you're looking to lose 10, 20, maybe even 50 pounds or more, then the Ultimate Asahi Diet may be your solution. The Ultimate Asahi Diet is loaded with pure organic Asahi extract powder and other great herbs like hudia and green tea. You'll burn fat, control your appetite, and get an energy surge like you've never felt before. If you want to lose 10, 20, maybe even 50 pounds, order the Ultimate Asahi Diet right now. We'll even give you a free bottle when you order two, plus give you free shipping. Call 
Welcome back. You're listening to the Truth Seekers radio show. Today, our guest is Joshua Hart. He's the director of Stop Smart Meters, and we're discussing smart meters and their effects. And so, Joshua, I'm sure there's been many reports of these health effects. So, I mean, what is the government or local officials, what have been their response to these complaints that people are getting, you said, nausea, headaches? I know on a personal note, since my, my mom and dad's house has had these installed, he's been complaining of inability to sleep, having these headaches. Mm-hmm. So just what are they doing? Are they listening to the consumer? Um, I would like to say that, you know, yes, they've taken these concerns and these reports uh, seriously. Um, and, you know, they're not really concerned at this point. Three years into the installation, these are, you know, uh, cited you know, scientifically supported health problems that we're dealing with and the failure, uh, abject failure of government regulatory agencies and the, and, the, and the companies who are deploying this technology to respond um, in any kind of real way to these complaints has been absolutely breathtaking. And anyone who kind of thought that we had a, a government that puts the health and safety of the public first has had a really a rude awakening over the past three years. And as the smart grid continues to be deployed around the country and similar lack of, of a response has been forthcoming, you know, it's been very disillusioning for many people. There, there have been a few cases in Maine, for example, uh, after complaints from the public, the CPUC was ordered by the Maine Superior Court to undertake a review on the safety and health effects of smart meters, which they are currently engaged in. The California state legislature, in response to a wave of outrage over the health effects of the smart meters, commissioned a report by a biased industry group, the California Coalition for Science and Technology, CCST, and that was put out a couple years ago. Basically, an industry hack job um, citing outdated information, being very selective in their uh, citing of scientific evidence. The bottom line is that anyone you know, who has even just a small amount of scientific literacy can look at the studies that have taken place, and they're, they're summarized very clearly in the BioInitiative report, which is, uh, can be found at bioinitiative.org. There are you know, decades and decades of studies showing health effects from microwave technology, which is what we're talking about when we're talking about wireless technology. You know, the World Health Organization two years ago in May of 2011 categorized radio frequency microwaves as a class 2B possible carcinogen uh, in the same category as DDT and lead. So, you know, health organizations on an international level and a national level are coming around. It's impossible to ignore and to deny the science forever, but the response by policymakers in terms of limiting people's exposure or of changing outdated, outdated FCC human exposure guidelines has been very, very slow and, and infuriating. And, and more and more people, states that haven't had smart meters, when they're deployed, we're hearing the same kind of reports that we, we heard in California when they deployed you know, began deploying three years ago, and it's very, very uh, sad, and it's very, very outrageous uh, to 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 see people, particularly vulnerable, older, and and ill people, continue to suffer from the radiation caused by these smart meters. Because uh, you know, and this is a community issue; it's not just an individual issue. Whether you want a smart meter on your house, this is a a system in you know in California, in PG&E territory, and in Edison territory, where your most of your listeners, it sounds like, are from. 
they use an AMI or automated metering infrastructure system where all the meters are constantly communicating with each other and with the tower. So even if you opt out and keep your analog meter or get the analog uh, replaced on your house, you're still going to be affected by the radiation from your neighbor's house or when you walk down the streets. You know, I was with a colleague you know, maybe about a year or two ago, uh, walking down the street in Berkeley after they deployed smart meters there, and she had a, a radio frequency measuring device. And what we noticed was that, you know, we, t we tend to think, oh, well, there's, there's wireless everywhere around us, and, you know, it's just one more, the smart meters are just one more thing. But what we measured was the fact that the smart meters' signals were the most powerful wireless exposure as we walked down the street, my friend and I. And so putting the system in is, is probably the most significant increase in carcinogenic microwave radiation in our communities probably ever. And they're also the most penetrating and the most violating uh, privacy invasion into our homes um, in history. You know, the, the, the only possible exception would be a smartphone, which uh, does have the ability to monitor your conversations and to report that back to your cell phone company and the government, which is you know, pretty well established by now. But again, that's a voluntary thing. You go to the store, you buy a smartphone, um, or you don't. But with the way that the utilities are deploying smart meters, there's, there's a whole lot of uninformed folks out there. That, that, you know, they're getting fed lies by the utility. And the number one problem that we see when people try to get the smart meter removed or try to prevent it from being installed is that people call up and they ask the utility, you know, you know, I don't want these installed in my home. The utility says, well, we're, they're mandatory. Everyone's getting one. You don't have a choice, you know. Or in, in, in Edison territory, you know, they've been they've been very very difficult. They're saying we don't have any analog meters left, which is absolutely laughable considering that they just removed 10 million of these old perfectly functional analog meters and destroyed them. And these are you know assets that uh, that are, are permanently lost. They're still analog meters are still widely available on the market, and if Edison and PG&E wanted to acquire these these meters, they would be able to very easily. So what Edison is saying to people is, well, you, if you want to opt out, you get the meter that you had before the smart meter. So if that's a digital meter, then you get that. And of course, there are health problems with the digital meters themselves. People can read more about that on our on our website, stopsmartmeters.org. But the important thing for people to realize is that they have a right to keep their home and their and their communities safe. They have a right to keep analog meters on their homes and in their communities if they organize with their neighbors, uh, and that this has been successful in a number of places around California and abroad. When, when people stick together, when they organize, when they speak with a united voice, when they take back their power from these utility corporations who are, who are trying to you know, put their fingers into our, our very homes, into our private lives, they, they, they have been successful. And um, when you call the utility, when you talk to them, it is your right to, to demand that they either remove the smart meter or give you an analog meter or that you, they, they leave your analog meter as it is, and you have a right to demand that. So um, people need to take back their power and refuse to be bullied by these utility companies. And I'm sure they're not going to let you know that you do have an, an ability to opt out. I mean, I, I've heard a lot of stories where they're really trying to put fear into you as though you don't have a choice. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's uh, incredible that these companies are being allowed to behave this way. And I think, you know, in California, this goes right to the top. Governor Jerry Brown is allowing this corruption and allowing these the violation of, of consumer rights and human
human rights and, and not even blinking an eye. He's received more than a thousand complaints of, of very detailed complaints of people's health problems. His office has not gotten back to us, had a very weak response from legislators. But the bottom line is that there is no law making these mandatory, that the utility company is lying when they say things like, oh, well, you know, if you remove the smart meter, you'll be charged with a federal crime. They say things like, you know, we'll switch off your power if you insist on an analog meter. And they put the fear into people. And, and that's why it's so important for people to get the facts and, and then to know what their rights are and to organize with their community and speak with one voice, because this is not an individual issue. This is a community issue. You know, the smart grid needs to be recalled. It is a safety hazard, and people have a right to keep keep these these devices out of their communities. Joshua, do you know of any ways that a consumer can use or put in their home to help stave off some of these health effects? I've heard of people using aluminum materials or certain types of paint. Are there such things out there that can help, like eliminate some of the effects? There are shielding options. However, they're all second best to removing the source of the radiation. So if people are concerned about this, and they should be, um, there are, we, we speak to people every day who are having these health effects, either from their smart meter or their cordless phone or their Wi-Fi or their cell phones, and they, they're not connecting the dots. They, they, they think it's something else. They think it's an allergy. Or they think it's, uh, but, it, but, but we say to them, you know, go for a week, disconnect all your wireless devices in your home, you know, don't use the microwave, unplug all your compact fluorescent light bulbs that put out dirty electricity and that were sold to us also as a green solution, but in reality are just a, a, a false solution to these environmental problems. Um, get rid of all your wireless technology, use a, a corded, you know, a phone, use a corded Ethernet based uh, in internet for your computer, make sure that the wireless router is turned off. You know, if people need a, an RF detector, a meter, these can be acquired through our website, through our partners. On the right-hand side is a banner with, with these little RF meters for sale for about $100. Go around your house, make sure that you've eliminated all of the wireless devices that you can, and, you know, get that smart meter off your house, obviously, and then uh, see how you feel for a week. You know, see if some of these problems that you're having might be related to the wireless, because a lot of people are discovering that's the case. So um, there's a lot you can do to, to reduce the, the wireless electro smog um, from within your home. If you're very close to neighbors who have powerful Wi-Fi, you might want to talk to them about you know, possibly cording uh, or wiring their internet system and share some of the, the details. Most people we talk to are not aware that the World Health Organization has labeled uh, this radiation uh, a possible carcinogen. And so a lot of this is awareness raising but, but it is possible to reduce the electrosmog in your home. If you live, if you're, you know, live very close to a 4G cell tower, for example, you know, that might be a case where you might want to shield or, or move away or organize with neighbors to get it removed. Uh, because, you know, especially if you're living within about 0.6 of a mile from a, uh, a cell tower, these are very strong. This is very strong radiation, and it has been associated with cancer and a number of other problems. And Verizon and the other wireless companies companies that are, are collaborating with the utility companies on the smart grid have been working through um, federal law and through you know, the federal government and the state government to pass laws that restrict the ability of local governments to protect the health and safety of their, of their residents. For example, the 1996 
Telecommunications Act actually prohibits local governments from rejecting a cell tower or wireless uh, installation based on health or environmental effects. Okay, Joshua, we're going to take our second break. Listeners, today my guest is Joshua Hart, director of Stop Smart Meters, and we'll be back momentarily. If you're in debt, there's one clear choice to help you get out of it. When you call Clear One Advantage with your debt problem, here's what you can expect. A free financial analysis, no fees until we arrange a settlement, a program designed to settle your debts as quickly as your budget allows, and one simple program payment. And here's what real customers tell us. Clear One settled our debt with six creditors as they promised. I would recommend them to anyone who got in over their head with debt. Thanks, Clear One. We are so confident we can help you get out of debt. We back it with a satisfaction guarantee. So if you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt and you can't afford the minimum payments, call right now for a free debt analysis. 800 800-513-0061, 800-513-0061, 800-513-0061. Then you can say, thanks, Clear One. Welcome back. You're listening to the True Seekers Radio Show. Today, our guest is Joshua Hart, director of Stop Smart Meters, and we're discussing smart meters and their effects. Joshua, um, before earlier, you were talking about measuring, I guess, the um, I don't know if, if I'm using the right term emissions of these smart meters, but what is the term dirty electricity? Is that the same thing or just how is dirty electricity? What is it and how does it relate to the smart meters? Okay, so um, this is something that, you know, I've been looking into uh, for the last three years and I've come to understand some more about the electromagnetic spectrum than I did before as a result of this research. Essentially, we have, you know, you look at the electromagnetic spectrum, which includes light and it includes gamma radiation and it includes radio waves. And when we're talking about wireless technology, it's, it's generally the same frequency that is used for microwave ovens to heat up your food. And that's part of the non-ionizing side of the, of the electromagnetic spectrum. Now, for a long time, scientists and policymakers convinced us and convinced the public that ionizing radiation might be dangerous. If there's a nuclear accident or an explosion, you know, that can cause cancer, that can cause changes in the in the cellular makeup in, in the DNA. But non-ionizing radiation from communications towers and cell phones and things like that, the, the message that they were sending out was that these frequencies are not dangerous as long as they don't heat you up like a hot dog in a microwave, as long as they're not that strong. And so our, our standards are based on that. Now we see a lot of evidence coming up that non-ionizing radiation, even at levels below thermal heating le- uh, levels, can actually do damage to your to you on a cellular level not only to you but also to animals and plants in the environment so we're while we're seeing that we're also seeing effects from what's called dirty electricity as you said and you know a clean electricity this is this is something that you know I mean most people think you know electricity is safe as long as you don't get a, an electric shock but, but there's a there's a researcher 
named Sam Millam, M-I-L-H-A-M. He's written a book about dirty electricity by the same name. And what he did is in he looked at the historical record, and when electricity was being introduced to a number of rural, rural communities in America, he compared the rates of the so-called diseases of civilization, like Alzheimer's, cancer, stroke, um, heart disease, before and after electricity was introduced into these communities. And what he found was a, a significant increase in diseases from just simply people's homes and communities being electrified. So what's important to realize is that whenever you pass current down a wire, you're going to create an electromagnetic field around that wire. And the closer you are to it, the more effect it's going to have. There is some evidence from the research that if you have clean electricity, in other words, most electricity in, in, in the United States and Canada is the 60 hertz, which means 60 oscillations per second. It's alternating current, and that's what we are supplied with in our homes. Um, but with the use of compact fluorescent light bulbs and computers and a lot of these electronic devices, including smart meters, they put what's called dirty electricity onto the wiring, which are basically a variance on that smooth sine wave that you normally get clean electricity. It becomes like a, a jagged, if you look at an oscilloscope, it becomes kind of a jagged line. And that can, there is a lot of evidence that that can uh, cause health problems. So when we see Edison, you know, responding to customers who want to opt out, re replacing their wireless smart meter with a with a um, what's called a what they call a non-transmitting digital meter, and charging you know hundreds of dollars to people for this, people are still reporting health effects because you know we suspect that the switching mode power supply within the smart meter that converts the AC coming in off the wire to DC direct current that can be used by the electronics within the meter, essentially this is causing health problems. So in order for people to avoid these health problems, it's important for people to insist on a safe electromechanical non-electronic analog meter. And the other deceptive tactic that's being used by Edison and other electric companies is that people will call up, they say, I want an analog. They say, okay, we'll, we'll send someone right out or send someone out in a month or something. But when they come out, they install what looks like an analog meter with a spinning disc. But in the back of the meter, there, are, there is wireless transmitting equipment that is, it is essentially a Trojan horse smart meter that they're using to to force this electricity, the, the, this wireless, onto your home, and you're still paying for the opt-out. So it's incredibly deceptive. Most people wouldn't even think that you know the, 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 these companies are capable of this kind of uh, deception. But this is, in fact, what is going on. And so to make sure that you have a true analog meter, it's important to um, take a close look at the meter and to measure uh, emissions, uh, any emissions that might be coming from it. You were talking about that earlier. There are devices available, and where would somebody get something like that so that they can measure these things? Well, well, there's a number of different devices available, you know, anywhere from like $50 up to, you know, thousands of dollars. But we found, you know, good consumer level affordable uh, measuring device that measures microwaves and radio frequency between about 100 megahertz and 8 gigahertz, which covers the spectrum that most wireless technology is found in, that you can actually get these through our website, through our partner, partner organizations. And and if you go to stopsmartmeters.org, stopsmartmeters.org, and you click on the right-hand side, there's a link to a company that sells Cornet meters. And I believe it's the 75 model um, that is, but is particularly good. You know, it fits in your pocket. You can take it with you. You can measure your uh, what you're exposed to in your in your daily life, and then you can you know figure out where the, the wireless is coming from and, and figure out how to switch it off. And it's a good way to talk to people about this. You know, you can you can show them how much their cell 
phone is emitting when you make a call. Most people are shocked that you know the, the, the levels are, of microwaves are very, very high, particularly if they're in a rural area. The RF measuring devices are a key way of, uh, of making something that is invisible, uh, which are, are microwaves, uh, mm-hmm. but yet do have serious effects in the physical world, uh, making them visible and making them understandable to people and to make them make people understand that, you know, the closer you are to a an antenna emitting these frequencies, the more at risk you are. I mean, there's an example from a man in Long Beach, Jim, who came to us and he told his story. Um, he uh, is a musician and he spends about eight hours a day at his desk, which I think but this was about six months ago, Edison came and didn't inform him, but replaced the, the safe analog meter on his wall with a smart meter, which he was sitting three feet from. And within a couple of weeks, he got a rash on the side of his neck and his face that was close to the smart meter. And then he found a, couple, a few days later that he couldn't um, swallow his pills properly. So he went in and doctors found a, uh, a tumor in his throat that he is, he's been getting treatment for. And then, you know, he paid to opt out. And of course, Edison came out with one of these Trojan horse fake analog meters that were still emitting. And meanwhile, he's having to deal with his cancer treatment. So, you know, it, 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 the cancer was on the same side of his, his face as the uh, as tumor, um, as the smart meter was located. Uh, and so, you know, there's an example where you know, people are getting cancer and it's looking, it's looking increasingly like the smart meter is to blame. This isn't like, you know, a couple decades down the road. This is, you know, a matter of weeks or months, particularly if you're, you know, unlucky enough to spend time uh, on the other side of a wall of a, of a smart meter or a bank of smart meters. You know, you want to keep your distance from these things because they are very powerful. They're like, they're like small cell towers on the side of, of everyone's house, you know, and, and these, are, these are things that they, the, the, the companies want to use to eventually supply you with Wi-Fi, with cable TV, you know, with phone service even. Um, this is a backdoor way into your home and, and into, you know, to be able to uh, sell you uh, these services with, without consent. There's been no hardly any consultation, no permission asked of people, of homeowners. So this is really, you know, serious threat to our privacy, to our health, to our safety. And it, if we're going to solve it, if we're going to stop the smart grid and to protect our health and safety and to you know, protect our rights from, frankly, a government and a, and a corporatocracy that is overreaching, um, we need to act and we need to organize and we need to talk to our neighbors. We cannot be silent about this because silence just feeds into the agenda that these that these folks have. And do you feel like the media is fault the mainstream media has fallen down on this as far as getting the word out because I haven't seen much about it and so when you talk to neighbors they look at you like you're crazy because they've never heard about it yeah I mean the mainstream media you know with a with a couple of exceptions um, has done an absolute rotten job at you know what we need in order to interpret this very controversial issue for the public is an in-depth investigation, you know, investigative reporters speaking to the scientists who've done the research about wireless technology and, and presenting this to the public. And unfortunately, that's really fallen uh, to the um, responsibility of grassroots activists to, mm-hmm. to properly cover the story. You know, groups like our own, stopsmartmeters.org, groups like the EMF Safety Network at emfsafetynetwork.org, other, you know, small grassroots organizations that are, are fighting for the public interest. When, you know, you see such a conglomeration of the of the mainstream media now that w- you realize, you know, I mean, I, people have always said to me, you know, the, what the media lies and so on. Mm-hmm. But uh, through through this campaign, I mean, I personally am horrified 
at just, you know, how badly the media covers the truth in this right. country and that, you know, there are interests, the telecommunications and the utility interests are, you know, really trillion-dollar, multi-trillion-dollar global uh, interests who also control the mainstream media, and so we see a lack of adequate reporting. Um, you know, this this is a, a major controversial issue in which there have been, you know, dozens of people arrested for civil disobedience, in which, uh, you know, uh, vulnerable homeowners have been threatened uh, and their electricity has been cut off because they've been suffering from health effects from the meters. Um, the, the industry is in full damage control mode and full denial mode. Um, that, you know, and I think what's going on is that you see people from the industry who are bullies take out their uh, aggression and take out their bullying on vulnerable people. And this is being done with the sanction of the government. So it's, it's, very, it's very troubling from a, a human rights standpoint in that, you know, you, these structures of power are basically um, inflicting harm. And then uh, they have the audacity to charge people a fee to avoid the harm, which is known commonly as extortion, uh, and then to, um, if people are unhappy with that and they refuse to pay, then they're threatened with disconnection of their electricity or their other vital services. Um, there's been a case in Wisconsin where a, uh, a, a woman who gets uh, symptoms from wireless and uh, headaches and just can't be in her home with a smart meter, she refused to allow the city of, of Baraboo, Wisconsin, to install a, a smart water meter on her home, and they off her water. So this 80-year-old grandmother is now uh, going to the store to buy bottled water in order to uh, flush her toilet and to wash her dishes and, and so on. And, you know, it, it, when you talk about electricity and disconnection, you know, you can probably get by for a few days with candles and so on, and, and it's a hardship for most people, but it's not, like, you know, life-threatening, except if you're on sort of, you know, some sort of medical device. Uh, if you start cutting off people's water supply uh, and, you, and you forbid them to dig a well, I mean that, that's basically saying you know you know you're not allowed to live here. So it's it, it, the, the, these out of control companies and these municipal utilities are saying you need to accept this wireless technology, you need to accept this carcinogenic substance in your house on your property, or we will dis disconnect you from vital services that you need to live in your home. And uh, I, you know to me there can't be any more serious. Uh, you know, I mean, if, obviously there are, there have been cases uh, where uh, government abuse, uh, corporate abuse, has, has escalated beyond that in, in, in our history, in, in the history of the world. Um, you know, where people are obviously you know, pulled out of their houses and shot. And we're not we're not there yet, but but it is very very serious, and people should take serious note. Uh, you know, when our our friends and our neighbors are being um, uh, ridiculed for, for 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 real health problems they're experiencing, uh, and threatened with all sorts of things, and and their their services being cut off. Um, okay. Very very serious times. All right, Joshua, we're going to take our last break. Listeners, today my guest, Joshua Hart, director of Stop Smart Meters, and we'll be back momentarily. Millions of people who've never even set foot in a casino take a dangerous gamble every day, living without health insurance. You can't afford not to have it, but affordable insurance can be hard to find, especially if you're a hardworking entrepreneur or if you're working for a company that doesn't offer benefits. 
At Health Insurance Direct, we have a perfect solution with access to dependable, affordable health insurance plans. They have a plan that fits your individual needs perfectly at a price you can afford. Call 24 hours a day at 800-608-2521. 800-608-2521. Don't gamble. Call Health Insurance Direct right now for affordable health insurance. 800-608-2521. 800-608-2521. Not available in all states. Here's the number one more time. 800-608-2521. 800-608-2521. Welcome back. You're listening to the Truth Seekers Radio Show. Today, our guest is Joshua Hart, director of Stop Smart Meters, and we're discussing smart meters and their effects. And Joshua, before we go on, can you give us your web address again or any contact information that you'd like to make available to the listeners? Yes. Uh, People can go online and find our website uh, at stopsmartmeters.org, stopsmartmeters.org. We've been around for three years. You know, there are, um, we've got listings uh, of of local advocates in your local area if you want to hook up with them and uh, join forces. Uh, If people have any questions for for me specifically, um, I can be reached at uh, josh at stopsmartmeters.org. Um, or you can send a general inquiry to our info line, info at stopsmartmeters.org. Um, we don't have a, a phone number I could give out right now just because we would be overwhelmed by inquiries, um, but people should feel free to contact us by email if they have questions. We also have an extensive frequently asked questions section on our website and a what you can do section. So I encourage people with more questions and who want to find out more to go to our website, to follow the links, to see what's going on in their local area. And um, I should mention something that's coming up very shortly here that's very exciting for the anti-smart grid movement, uh, which is the release of the major grassroots documentary, Take Back Your Power, um, which is going to set to be released on September 5th. Uh, both online and in theaters uh, uh, in various communities. Um, and this is, uh, this is a documentary looking at all the issues related to the smart grid that we've been discussing. Um, it's made by Vancouver-based uh, document, documentary maker Joshua Del Sol and um, his team. And we've been working very closely with them to provide footage of the, of the direct actions and the protests and the uh, and some of the um, uh, crimes that the that the uh, industry has been uh, undertaking, and so this is a, a, a really um, I saw a, a, a version of the film just below just before the final cut, and I can say it is really a well-made film, incredible uh, documentary uh, with with interviews from um, key public figures, and and really really trying to get to the bottom of you know, what really is going on here because. Uh, it, you know, it's, it's been the sense of many people fighting this issue that what you see on the surface is not actually what's going on. There's something else. This is not just an electricity meter that's being deployed. Um, you know, this is a, uh, a step uh, into, you know, your private realm of your home. And this is a, uh, a beachhead uh, into your home, which they will then seek to um, carry out further with other, you know, uh, technologies that they're talking about, the Home Area Network or HAN, which uh, basically makes all of your appliances uh, wireless devices that will be 
talking to your smart meter and telling it information about how you use those appliances. So uh, this is, you know, this is a whole uh, smart world that is being um, cooked up without public input um, by a series of corporations who seek to profit massively from it, and we need to put a stop to it. Yeah, Joshua, we've spoken a lot about health, and that was my next question to you, was what about privacy issues? I mean, all of this data gathering, isn't it, uh, aren't the, aren't, wouldn't it be made possible for hackers to even access this information, let alone just the fact that the utility companies are compiling all this data on us and using it for whatever? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Uh, we, anything wireless uh, is is uh, inherently less secure than a wired connection. So with the wireless smart grid comes the opportunity for hackers to hack in to, to get your private data. You know, we're talking uh, on the, on the, um, from the scale of, of, of possibilities anywhere from hackers obtaining information about when you're away on vacation so that they can burgle your home um, to the more extreme kind of hacking scenario um, that's been identified by uh, several national security commentators, and that would be, you know, for someone to actually hack into the system and turn off uh, electricity or vital services to either a block or a neighborhood or an entire city. Uh, and because the smart meters have this remote disconnect feature, um, that lends itself to the possibility that you're going to have people who are hostile. Uh, for whatever reason, um, seek to disrupt these essential services. And, you know, it's one thing if your electricity goes off for one, two, three days, but if, if, if the power goes off to a, a city for a week and they're unable to get it back on, uh, we're going to see some serious disruption um, and rioting and things like that. So, uh, you know, this is not a smart system. This is a, a system that was put in place hurriedly without pilot testing, without safety testing, and it is designed to be a surveillance device on your home. Um, and so uh, if we uh, take, if we accept the threats of the utilities and we, we, uh, we you know, are cower scared in our, in our living rooms, allow the utilities to, to uh, install a, a carcinogen, carcinogenic device on our home, uh, you know, we will be responsible for allowing this system to proceed. But in cases where people stick together and where they uh, designate a smart meter free zone, where they are willing to, you know, uh, 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 undertake civil disobedience like some mothers in West Marin County in Northern California who sat down in front of the installation trucks and refused to move and were arrested by the Sheriff's Department. Uh, you know, th those are the communities where the utilities are not coming back to install because they're afraid of the bad publicity that would result. Mm -hmm. So keep, keep in mind that, you know, um, when a utility says, oh, you don't have any rights, you have to comply, this is a federal state program that, uh, you know, they are very few executives uh, making these uh, arbitrary rules, uh, but we are 99 to 99% and that if people mobilize and they refuse to go along with it, there's very little that the utilities or the government can do to actually force this um, upon us. It's only um, within, our, within our, you know, our fear that we're, we don't have power and that we have to obey the the uh, the programs of the, um, of the of the utilities, but really the message of the film and the message that I want to get across to your listeners today is that if you do the research, if you come from a point of of knowledge, uh, you can take back your power uh, from the utility uh, companies 
And, you know, we should be looking at a future in which we do not depend on these utility companies to supply us our essential services. We should be uh, working on a, on a more localized level uh, to supply, you know, everything we need from food, water, uh, electricity, power to, um, you know, uh, to other, other vital services. Uh, and that makes us less uh, uh, vulnerable when you know something like the smart grid comes along, where these utility companies are trying to force this on us, and you know uh, they have the the monopoly in many cases on provision of, of vital services, and so we you know that that's the larger issue is how are we going to make our communities self-sufficient, uh, not so dependent on these on these corporations that are, are profit-seeking. Uh, and the, of course, the smart grid is just the tip of the iceberg. If you look into the history of the utility industry in this country, and I mean, all you need to do is watch the movie Aaron Brockovich, where you know a, uh, a, a local woman uh, got up in arms about the pollution of water supplies by PG&E, and uh, you know these, these, are, these companies are not uh, serving the public; they are they are they are becoming predatory uh, uh, entities, you know, upon the public and our extracting our money or risking our health and safety and you know I think it's just a matter of time before people have had enough and uh, and rise up against this and I think that's what we're seeing sort of you know unfold right now and you know I was thinking when you're talking about health effects on humans I'm thinking in terms of uh, animals I mean they're so much smaller do you have any like environmental groups or animal activist groups on your side well, um, just from just from a firsthand perspective, I can report that you know um, uh, house plants and uh, pets, uh, particularly birds, have, seem to have had a very um, serious uh, ill effect from the smart meters. Um, we've heard from probably about a dozen different families that the smart meter went in and that their their pet canary or their or their pet bird died, just dropped dead like the next day or a couple of days later. Um, cats and dogs, uh, rabbits, all have you know we've heard effects from them. Um, uh, you know, so it's very important to keep your animals away from these meters and to keep them safe, you know, from other wireless technology that might be in the home. Like you don't want to put your, your Wi-Fi router right next to your baby crib mm -hmm. or next to your dog pen. You know, that, that, that's exposing them to very, very high levels that can lead to cancer. And, and um, I say this not to make people afraid, just to uh, equip people with the knowledge to make their homes and their families uh, safe. But you know, we, in terms of your question about various groups and coll collaborating, um, you know, there's there's a number of groups uh, uh, coming on. Unfortunately, uh, uh, the environmental groups that we're seeing, um, like you know, I would call them fake environmental groups and really front groups for the for the corporations. Uh, and I would include Environmental Defense Fund or EDF in that in that category. They have been uh, spreading lies and and really spokespeople for the smart grid without a whole lot of evidence that these these smart meters will reduce uh, emissions. Uh, NRDC, the Natural Resources Defense Council, to a lesser extent, has also been promoting the smart grid. And the Sierra Club, even though some local chapters are are um, expressing caution and demanding moratoria. Uh, the, the corporate Sierra Club has not been uh, vocal about the problems and the environmental problems associated with the smart grid. So certainly we welcome any animal rights or environmental organizations to join our campaign and to uh, speak out about this and to learn more about them because this really is a hidden toxin. Uh, it's an invisible uh, toxin. Most people can't feel it. 
but uh, you know, an in- increasing number of people are what's known as electro-hypersensitive, mm-hmm. um, which means they can feel ele- uh, 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 wireless technology. And these people are being excluded systematically from our uh, modern society. And just like we used to allow smoking in restaurants, um, I believe we'll see a day when there will become a cell phone section in restaurants and uh, the, the use of wireless technology in public areas will be, uh, will be phased out. You know, um, we, we, we can have our technology, we can, we can have the connectivity, but we can put it in a, in a way that is you know, at our desks, at specific locations where you plug in, and um, you know, not just uh, routinely spread throughout our, our days. You know, there's, there's a lot of social problems related to people uh, on their smartphones constantly and sort of disconnecting from the real world. And uh, you know, in addition to the health problems of, 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 uh, of, of radiation exposure. So I, I think that we're, this is a new technology. We're, we're, we're experiencing widespread problems related to it. And, and just like other technologies, um, you know, uh, we, we change our approach and our relationship to them as, as time progresses. Uh, and, you know, we, we've fitted uh, safety belts and airbags uh, and, and design, redesigned highways in order to, to protect people. Uh, you know, I, I think that we're in denial that wireless is an extreme, extremely hazardous uh, technology and that we need to um, take steps both to protect people who are using it and to protect people who are not using it but are exposed to other people's technology. We need to, we need to provide uh, white zones where there is no wireless allowed, where only wired technology is allowed for people to be uh, who, who, who are not otherwise able to function in a wireless society. So that is a, a very important human rights issue that the smart grid and the smart meter issue has brought to a head. Okay. All right, Joshua, we're out of time. Can you give us your uh, website one more time? Yeah, our website is stopsmartmeters.org. That's uh, stopsmartmeters, plural, stopsmartmeters.org. And you can email me if you have any questions at uh, josh at stopsmartmeters.org. And there's a whole lot of links that people can follow from our website to um, find out more about this issue. Great information, Joshua. Thanks so much for being my guest today. Listeners, this was Joshua Hart, Director of Stop Smart Meters. And as always, thanks for listening. Until next week, God bless. 